What's up, Bar Babble Squad? It's your girl Lucy. Welcome back to another episode of Bar Babble. What is your drink of choice for today's episode? Um, if you are brand new to our podcast, um, Bar Babble is basically a production of old fashioned marketing. It's a virtual marketing agency where we are revolutionizing the way that we think, live, and do business marketing in a very virtual and chaotic world. And I'm your host, Lucy Kapoor. And every single Wednesday, we basically sit down and we babble. We have our mocktails, our cocktails, and we just talk about business, about marketing, about self-development, but any topics that we think that are relevant to um, you know, just business and to women in general. So it's just topics that should be discussed at a bar, not any of that bullshit, but feel free to use this as a free resource, especially if you are launching a brand, relaunching a brand, whether it's at the end of the year or even for 2022. Um, and so if you are brand new, um, take a seat, like make yourself comfortable. This is a place where I really want you to basically arrive. And so for the past couple of episodes, I've been basically reminding all y'all, because I know that a lot of our listeners are women entrepreneurs, contractors, uh, women in leadership. And so sometimes we just wake up and it is a busy day, especially for the holiday seasons. It is a very crazy, chaotic time with many launches going on. Um, you know, many people want to be out of office. You're seeing families. And so there's a lot of stress, whether it's at work, whether it is at home, whether it is just the holiday season. So I want you to take a moment to take a deep breath just take a deep breath, make yourself comfortable, and just to arrive to this babble wherever you are. So just imagine yourself at a virtual bar. Get yourself very comfortable. Like at this bar, you can you can uh, dress however you want to dress. You can you know be comfy. You can be in your sweats and get yourself a cup of coffee, something cozy, something nice, something that is just is just basically screams whatever it is that's that's calling you whether it is a bottle of champagne a glass of hot cocoa or tea or even just maybe lemon water like everyone is welcome so as you can see with today's episode we're going to be talking about miranda Priestley. y'all know her so there's a movie and it's so funny because uh i did watch that when it did first come out obviously this was years ago and then I think a few years ago, that movie was always playing on E-Network. I think during, was it Thanksgiving or during like the Christmas week? Like for some reason, it was always on repeat. And so there was a time where I was just watching it over and over and over. And I think just one day I thought when I was watching it or it was on, you know, the TV and it was that famous, that famous, um scene where she's like flowers how groundbreaking if you don't know that movie what i'm talking about it is the devil wears prada if you're a fan of anne hathaway of emily um blunt or um you know meryl streep then you probably have watched this movie but basically following andy who wants to be a journalist she wants to write about politics about the world um but you know she's a graduate and she's in new york city and she's not really getting any leads and so she finally takes this assistant job at a fashion magazine and she's not a fashion person at all and she just she gets the job uh, with um, working for Miranda Priestly, which is the character played by Meryl Streep. And she's basically like a bitch. <laughs> she's basically like this heartless boss. Like she doesn't care. She gives her a hard time. And anybody that basically works for her can get any recommendations, any referrals, any inside connections. So she's like, I'm going to do this for a year. And this is like basically the steps that I need to take in order for me to 
get to know people in journalism and to write for an actual newspaper. And so she she takes the job and she goes through it and she experiences what it's like to be in the fashion world. And there's this famous scene in the movie, you probably have seen memes about it or gifs about it all over social media, but there's basically a meeting where they're talking about spring trends and a fashion show, right? So they're obviously talking for like months ahead of time, which is normally what they do. And a woman in the meeting basically says like, oh, like let's, let's talk about trends. And she's like, okay, pitch it to me. And she's like, okay, what about florals? And they're talking about obviously spring trends. And so Miranda uh, Priestley looks at her and she's like, flowers? How groundbreaking. Like she's very disappointed and she's very, you know, she's basically saying like that is so basic. And that is 100% right. So that movie, that scene is basically the inspiration behind this podcast episode. And I want to talk about what she taught me, like that whole scene or even that conversation and what that basically like how that inspired this episode to talk about trends so the past few episodes we've been talking a lot about trends from tiktok to social media to um you know just e-commerce trends holiday promos like how to make your your customers basically sing about your brand how to how to make them sing about your products um, so feel free to catch up on those episodes if you have not um there were a few episodes back where i basically spill some juicy secrets on a uh, annual conference that I attended where they basically gave us a report on the statistics from the year and in order for them to um, evaluate the upcoming trends that would be applicable for e-commerce brands or even just brands in general for holiday promos for this year and also beyond for 2022. So feel free to catch up on that episode if that's something that is very resourceful to you or make sure that you share it to an aspiring entrepreneur or business owner since I know a lot of people have been thinking about, you know, just doing the damn thing and launching their brand. So feel free to, to use that as a free resource to really help you in any single way. So in that kind of scene or movie or episode, um, that whole like conversation, she's a hundred percent right. So let's talk about trends, right? So obviously, yeah, like florals, like that, like how disappointing, like that, like you think about spring, you think about flowers, you think about blooming, you think about like pastel colors, you think about Easter, right? You think about um, just like, just, just all of the spring things that come into mind, like when you're just thinking of spring, you automatically think like flowers are blooming, roses, daisies, carnations, chickens or bunnies and, you know, Easter Sunday and just having these, you know, your spring dresses, um, pastel colors, like flowy, elegant dresses and yeah, floral print. And so she's 100% right at that um, business meeting or, or, or table when she's like, yeah, that is so groundbreaking. Because when you're looking at trends, whether you are on TikTok or whether you're just looking at TikTokers, whether you are on Reels or just looking at social media content, I was actually writing an article the other day thinking about all these trends. Like they just they just burnt out so fast. And that's why I'm kind of just, I'm not really into TikTok. Maybe if I do get on it, maybe like watch next week, I'll be like, y'all, I'm addicted to it. <laughs> but it just, it's, it's, it amazes me how these trends just burn out so quickly. Like, what, like a week later, there's a new trend and then you forget all about the other one. So when I was writing an article the other day, I realized what is really basic and what is really groundbreaking versus what is classic or timeless, right? So you have all of these trends, right? 
And that's kind of like what makes old fashioned very unique to a lot of people. And that's why a lot of people love working with us because it's something very unique. It's not my name. It's not very girly. It's not very masculine. It, it appeals to everybody. There's nothing wrong if you have an all pink brand. I'm not, you know, trying to to dim your shine here, but that's what makes it so different is because it's a little bit modern. It's a little bit old fashioned. And so looking at these trends and, and, and writing that article, I was exploring the concept of what is a groundbreaking trend or what is something that is so like revolutionary versus what is something that is basic versus something that is classic and timeless because you're seeing all these trends that come up and you're like oh my god yes I want the skinny jeans and then no it's it's now it's like the bootcut jeans and then, then now it's like the dark jeans the black jeans white jeans you know what I mean like trends are like coming out super quickly and then all of a sudden next week or within a day or within a month, it all, all of a sudden becomes basic where there's a new trend and that now that's that's the groundbreaking trend. And then it's a whole pattern, it's a whole routine, it's a whole concept of like, okay, something is, is, so, is so trendy, so chic, and then it becomes basic all of a sudden. There's a whole pattern, right? It's like that famous quote, history repeats itself. When I was, you know, like, like now, like in the 90s, the 90s trends are like making a comeback like the butterfly clips like I used to rock that as a child like the scrunchies I actually bought myself a pack of of new scrunchies because um I noticed that the scrunchies that I had they weren't holding my hair my hair is very thick and so when I'm at the gym I was like let me try these scrunchies and so I was like damn like this reminds me of being back in in elementary school just wearing this every single day in my hair like in a ponytail and so, like, all of these trends are, are making a comeback. And then watch, like, another trend is going to come back. So I wanted to explore, basically, what Miranda Priestly was basically saying in that episode, but also sprinkle a little bit of OFM magic into it, a little bit of Lucy into it, and kind of talk about what trends are. If you are also having a hard time kind of keeping up with the trends or even trying to create your own trend, whether it is on TikTok, or even if you are trying to just relaunch your brand, especially if it's if, it, if you're dealing with like product packaging for 2022 or just the aesthetic of your social media, whether you're thinking about like, okay, I'm on Instagram, but maybe I should be on TikTok or maybe I should be on YouTube, then this episode is for you. So make sure that you fill, refill your cup, get comfortable, maybe take out a piece of paper and let's just babble about it. So what is the difference between groundbreaking versus basic versus something that is timeless in, in terms of trends, right? And so, like I mentioned, Miranda Priestley is 100% right. If I was in that meeting, I'd be like, girl, like, yeah, that is so basic. Like, why are we going to be talking about florals when the majority of other fashion magazines will probably be talking about florals? In all of their articles, they're probably going to be like, yeah, the trending... Uh, fashion thing to do for spring of you know 2022 is wearing pastels and and florals even if it's in your jeans or shoes or these flowery dresses and that's just been done um so she's 100% right like she like she basically was thinking outside of the box to make things groundbreaking if you are very familiar with that movie she had this whole conversation or spiel with Anne Hathaway's character and because Anne, Anne Hathaway she was just like oh I don't understand fashion like you guys are heartless you guys don't care and she basically was like we are the men behind the curtain like you guys are our puppets whatever we say 
we basically like, like we dictate like you wearing that blazer you wearing that belt that was all inspired by the people in this room because we basically conduct what fashion is what trend is like we tell you what is in trend we tell you what is appropriate we tell you like we change the world and so I loved that whole spiel that she basically said to Anne Hathaway's character Andy because that's 100% right in terms of marketing it's all about psychology it's all about influencing your people into the right way and that's why a lot of people they're thinking like oh marketing is so boring marketing is just like blah 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 it's numbers it's this it's the content it's whatever but there's so much more to it there's a whole psychology aspect that goes into marketing that a lot of people don't realize and that's what makes OFM so different is because not only do we create content but what makes us different behind the content is a strategy and the strategy that we do is very intentional very purpose-driven with a mix of consumer and market research and marketing psychology. And so like a little bit, like a pinch of all of those things basically creates your perfect marketing cocktail that will satisfy your business taste buds. And everything is very different to every type of business owner, industry, or even to any type of brand out there. The way that I communicate and the way that I conduct research for an e-commerce brand, whether they're selling wellness products versus a fashion type of entrepreneur versus a coach versus somebody that sells, you know, that manages a restaurant, all of them are very different. It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of intention and clarity in order for you to put a strategy together that can be very sustainable. We're looking about like sustainable um, long-term goals, right? Um, not something to put a band-aid, not something like TikTok where it's like, okay, let's just do a dance. Let's just do, let's put this song and, and create a trend. And, and yeah, it's going to be great for five minutes and maybe it will go viral. But is that something sustainable? So when, when she talks about all of that stuff, it was very inspirational and very, very groundbreaking, as she says. But I also want to sprinkle a little bit of OFM magic into the mix and, and a little bit of Lucy. Um, because if I were in that bore me meeting, like, absolutely, I'd be like, yeah, like, flowers, boring girl, like, like where's your head? But in, in when I was writing that article and as I was preparing my notes for this, like, this episode, I realized that most of the trends is basically redefining the classic trends. So take, for example, um, the 90s. That's a classic trend. And now it's repurposing those trends of the butterfly and the scrunchies, things like that, that is redefining that into the audience and into the generation and into society of what it means today. Look at the way that we take photos, right? So obviously the iPhone has completely revolutionized the game of technology when it comes to communication, but also filming, recording, um, taking like just fic pictures. Like nobody has a photo album anymore, right? Nobody has these things. But when the Polaroid camera came out, like taking Polaroids, that was also redefining that to the audience, to this market. So when I was younger, I took Polaroids. Like we had like even the disposable camera like we always bought those for family vacations and things like that and then you had to like take the film and have it actually um what do you call it like you actually had to get it um what is the term for it like you, you get your pictures back and so you had to like wait an hour or even a day like we had to come back the next day to pick up like a, like the whole entire photo then you have to put in a photo album and even the polaroids like that was something that was like this chunky 
black camera that was so like obviously it can't fit in a purse or whatever it is but it's like you take a photo and then you basically like it basically comes out and you kind of have to wiggle it a little bit and let it kind of sit in order for it to for you to see the photo a few years ago basically whoever brought it back was like i'm gonna redefine it by making it cute they basically took the polaroid concept and they were like okay all of these millennials or even now the generation they would love to experience what it's like to have a polaroid picture but in order for us to market to the current generation let's make the polaroid cameras super cute so if you go on amazon if you go to urban outfitters or wherever they sell polaroid cameras like you can even go to like a Marshalls or like a TJ Maxx and sometimes they'll have it like in the gift section especially now for the holidays and the reason why I know that is because I was there <laughs> the past weekends just looking for uh, holiday and Christmas decorations uh, for um, you know like my bedroom and just to make it a little bit festive um, but whoever thought of like bringing those timeless trends back they basically redefined it and said let's make these Polaroid cameras sleek Let's make them smaller so that they can actually fit in these purses or a backpack. Let's make it like some of them are waterproof. Like you can take it like like underwater, which is so groundbreaking, so revolutionary compared to before. That was not waterproof. They would make it in all these cute colors, like a baby blue, a pastel, to really um, attract the current demographic and the millennials, right? So do you see what like what marketing is? It's basically it's like the Wizard of Oz. It's witchcraft. <laughs> it there's just so much behind the scenes that a lot of people don't know. And so that's what makes marketing so powerful that if you have um, a sustainable, trending, groundbreaking, revolutionary strategy behind your content or even behind your brand me message, that is something that will definitely take you far. And so sprinkling a little bit of OFM magic, a little bit of Lucy magic into Miranda Priestley's concept of florals or flowers, is that groundbreaking? I probably would have pitched something to her and be like, why don't we take it up a notch? You know, most of these fashion blogs or even fashion magazines especially in that time period of that movie which was like what years ago was it like 10 years ago or 15 years? i don't i don't even know but that movie was a long time ago um it's basically all of these fashion magazines are not just fashion there's lifestyle there's culture there's beauty there's wellness that all fits under the umbrella of fashion right like these fashion magazines so i'd probably take that idea from the girl and be like that like that's great to pitch, but why don't we like take it up a notch? Why don't we incorporate like florals into beauty or into cooking or into wellness, right? Maybe, um, you know, having meal prep, maybe, you know, romanticizing your spring work lunches by sprinkling floral petals that are edible into your salads right because that makes it so aesthetically pleasing when you're in the office it makes you feel a little bit elevated or having these essential oils that smell like roses and things like that like nothing like potpourri nothing that smells like your grandma's house but something very fresh right like the, the scents aromatherapy can really calm you down in the office so having these candles having this aromatherapy lamp um, having this ro these roller balls or even maybe creating the trend of buying yourself flowers 
encouraging women to feel empowered to buy each other flowers or to buy themselves flowers on a weekly basis and maybe encouraging them to have like a subscription maybe find a company that does weekly subscriptions where they can send roses or even flowers to the office or to your home space so that they get fresh flowers every single week that's revolutionizing the game because number one you're probably helping another entrepreneur or business owner in terms of the subscription basis of the flowers you're also kind of revolutionizing the game by introducing the whole floral concept not as a pattern not on your jeans not on a dress but actually into wellness into your lifestyle and how it can make you feel elevated not just how it looks but makes you feel inside out so that like that's something that i would pitch i don't know she most likely she most likely would be like shut the fuck up (laughs) but do you see what i just did there Sometimes having these quote-unquote basic trends is actually not so basic at all. All you have to do is clearly define what that means or what that meant back then and clearly redefine it into, into today's world. That's basically what the trends, that's what's happening now with TikTok, with social media and all of these old school songs. Like all of these people were like, oh my God, yeah, is that the song from TikTok? And I'm like, you know the original song was by this person, by... Um, The song that was remixed was um, Girl Put Your Records On, and that was like a song back in the day. And I was like, wait a second, wasn't that a song by, by, like, didn't she win like a Grammy and things like that? So I was looking for the original song, and I was like, kids don't know the original song. They're, They're thinking it's a remix. They're thinking it's a TikTok song. And so with any type of trend that maybe you want to start, maybe that you want to revolutionize, maybe that you want to be that you think that like, okay, I want to be groundbreaking for 2022. I want you to think about, okay, clearly define what these trends are. That's why the number one advice that I always say to all of my clients in business and in life, including marketing, is to be specific. And when you think that you are specific enough, keep getting specific. Because once you can clearly identify what that trend is and what that meant to the older demographic, think about how you can clearly define what that means in today's world. Just like with the whole Polaroid concept, right? It's the same functionality. It's like you're taking a photo and you get the photo developed in a minute, but they redefine it by making it waterproof so you can can go swimming with it and, and take underwater photos. They also redefine it by making it very small and more compact because we're carrying it around everywhere, right? And travel size. Um, and also redefining the colors, not that chunky black that it looks like it's from some ancient world, right? Um, so do you see what that meant? Another thing that I wanted to share was um, sometimes I had a teacher um, when I was in middle school and she was so She was a science teacher, and I don't know, like, even, like, when you think of a science teacher, you may think of a nerd. She was, like, the coolest teacher ever. She was so nice to me. Um, She, like, was a teacher in my old school, and then she also transferred when I transferred to a different school. And every single day, she was, like, one of those young teachers. Super smart, super, like, she was always put together. Like, she was not, like, don't think of... Um, I don't know if you watch like New Girl, like, you know, Zoe Deschanel's character with glasses and very quirky and, and, you know, kind of nerdy, but she was very fashion forward for a science teacher. And she was, she just had all of these, like, she just looked put together every single day that I think all of us were just so amazed by her because it was like looking at a bigger sister 
like oh my god like i want to be like her because she just had like all of these like fashionable outfits as a teacher nothing risque obviously but she just just put together with the colors and like her hairstyle or just jewelry like she was just always put together and one thing that she did was I remember I will never forget this was she needed a belt for her jeans but instead of having a belt or I think her, one of her belts like she didn't have one that could fit her properly and she was like oh it's too chunky she took one of her husband's ties um and she basically used it as a belt and it kind of looked like a little scarf thing that was more of like a belt, but also kind of like a little bit of color in her wardrobe. So it was like she was wearing slacks and she had a like a cardigan situation, but then instead of like a black belt or leather belt, she used her husband's tie because it could fit her waist. She was very, um, very slim and it, it she tied it at the very side and it looked so fashion forward that I will never like forget. And we were, all of us, obviously, we were in middle school. We were, like, 12 years old. We were, like, looking at that, like, we would never think of that. <laughs> and I think, like, a few girls were, were trying to hop on that bandwagon. And so do you see, that's another example of redefining what that is. It's, that's a tie for a man. But she redefined it and was she was like, you know what? A tie is supposed to be, like, an accessory for a man. It's supposed to kind of just hang there. But then she's like, oh, you know what? It, it's kind of like a scarf. So I'm going to tie it around my waist and kind of do a little cute thing with my, like the belt buckle and make it look very fashion forward. And like, I will never forget that day because it was so groundbreaking. Am I right? So to kind of tie everything together with Miranda Priestley, the florals, making things groundbreaking. And it's like, Lucy, what is the difference between having a groundbreaking trend versus something that's basic versus something that is timeless? Just always remember, you know, the number one thing that I always, always tell everybody is to just be specific. Be specific and very clear as to what the intention is behind the product, behind your services, behind, you know, what it is that you do, whether you do sell a product, whether it is a journal, whether it's a candle, whether it is um, nail polish, whether it's flowers, and define what that means to you. We talked about defining your values in another episode, but now define what your services are. Define what that product is in the world, right? And then define what it means to you because maybe your definition of how you look at your product can completely revolutionize the game of whatever it is in the industry, right? Like a candle can be a candle, but there are so many different candles out there that evoke a sense of, of peace and calm because there's aromatherapy oils. Maybe it's also good for pets. There are some candles that have like these intention rings in them or like crystals in them. Um, there are some candles that um, are not, you know, like they're, they're LAD, like, you know what I'm saying? Um, there are some candles that are just you know, just to look beautiful. Like there's these candles on Instagram. I'm sure you've probably seen them, but they're basically like these little um, balls. And then there's also one with like the figure of a woman. And so obviously you're not really supposed to light that. It's more of like a decoration. So do you see it's like clearly define what your product is in the world of what it means either before or now and redefine what it means to you? Because just like what my science teacher did, it's like, yeah, that's a tie. But she clearly redefined it and was like, I'm going to make it a belt. I'm going to make it like a fashion forward belt that we were so fascinated by her. Right. And so that's just something that I would 
definitely recommend is if you're going through a brand relaunch, whether you're thinking of your entire brand, whether you're thinking about product launches for spring of 2022, and you want to impress Miss Miranda Priestley and be like, I want things to be groundbreaking, um, just clearly identify what that product is or what that service is. Be very intentional about what that means to your consumers, to your audience, to your subscribers, to your followers. Then define what that means to you because you never know of how your, your perspective of how you look at things or even the way that you are changing up, changing things a little bit around. You're, you're most likely taking something that is quote unquote basic and revolutionizing the game in your own industry and just making something groundbreaking. Well, that's it for today's episode. If you love this conversation, make sure to give us five stars and leave a review so that we can continue to be a valuable resource for others just like you. Were you able to make it through the entire episode without answering any phone calls, texts, DMs, or tweets? Let the peeps know what you were up to. Take a screenshot of this show, share on your social media, or send a link of this episode so you can let the peeps know you are hanging out with Lucy at the virtual bar. As always, I want to take a moment of gratitude and thank you for listening and supporting our show. As you know, everything I create is made with a heart full of gratitude, Wi-Fi, and a little bit of whiskey. That's it for today's babble. Till next time.